Hey folks, Tom Bell here with your Diz Daily Fix for Wednesday, June 13th, 2018. So here's what's happening today. The love triangle between Disney, Fox, and Comcast just got a little more complicated. Now Charles Boda does a great job of explaining this and giving some detail and background over on the Diz, so be sure to head over there for more information. But here's how I understand what's going on uh for some background last year both comcast and disney were interested in assets belonging to rupert murdoch's 21st century fox now, this included the film studios and television studios but not the fox broadcast network or fox news just loads and loads of intellectual properties now both disney and comcast courted murdoch and even though comcast offer was all cash Murdoch went with the Disney offer because it was more likely to get government regulatory approval. Now, Comcast owns uh, Universal, uh, NBC, uh, lots and lots of, of cable holdings. So a Comcast Fox company would have been huge. And Murdoch had been watching the, the deal that was happening between AT&T and Time Warner which the, gov the government's antitrust division was trying to put a stop to. It was making its way through court at that point, and the merger, the, that merger would have put AT&T, DirecTV, HBO, CNN, and Warner Brothers all under the same family. Uh, and again, that was in court, so Murdoch's like, what's a couple billion among friends? A Disney deal is way easier. So as I said... Things got more interesting yesterday when a federal judge ruled that that $85 billion acquisition of Time Warner by AT&T can proceed without any conditions whatsoever. So AT&T Time Warner is now a thing. Uh, now this gives Comcast some encouragement to come back to Murdoch and Fox with a larger cash offer to outbid Disney. Uh, Fox shareholders are set to vote on the Disney deal on July 10th, I believe. But Comcast, what you know, what Comcast and Disney does next could change all of that. Uh, Fox shareholders had an easy vote, but now that decision is less clear cut. Um, now, we will keep an eye on all of this, of course, and as things change, we will let you know. In other news, after 14 long years of waiting since The Incredibles first hit theaters, Incredibles 2 looks to uh, break the record for highest ever debut for an animated film at the American box office. Uh, experts project a $140 million opening weekend, which would surpass its Pixar counterpart, Finding Dory, which opened with just with just uh, opened at 135 million dollars domestically, this would of course add to the string of records broken recently by the Walt Disney Company with box office successes like Oh, and Avengers: Infinity War, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, Black Panther. And in the sequel, Helen Parr is called to bring the world superheroes in hiding back to light, while Bob Parr tries to hold down the fort at home with Violet. Dash and Jack Jack. The original film grossed $633 million worldwide and won the Oscar for Best Animated Feature back in 2004. Incredibles 2 hits theaters on Friday. 
Finally today, the new Jurassic World Kids Suites at Universal Orlando are going to make some adults jealous. Uh, the Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort at Universal Orlando has upgraded their Jurassic Park Suites to celebrate the upcoming film. They are now Jurassic World Suites. Uh, those suites can sleep up to five guests with a king bed in the adult room and two twin beds in the kids' room, plus an optional rollaway. The rooms have been freshened up. However, there are still giant murals of dinosaurs on the headboard wall and carpets filled with trail markings. What's fun, the door from the adult side to the kids' side has a fun sign saying, Dino food only. Do not feed the dinosaurs human food. Um, now, if you and your kids are interested in those Jurassic World suites at the Royal Pacific or the less threatening Despicable Me suites at the Portofino Bay Hotel, be sure to contact our friends at Dreams Unlimited Travel for a no-obligation quote. Today we have a couple of articles worth mentioning on the Diz. First, Mark Peters has an interesting article explaining his theory on the six stages of Disney fandom. You will also want to check out this week's staff uh, column in today's Spoonful of Pixie Dust. Jackie Gailey, mom of a 16 and 20 year old, explains why she's ridiculously excited about the opening of Toy Story Land at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. You will find Jackie's Spoonful of Pixie Dust over at www.info.com. Trending on the Disboard today is a thread from poster Babe the Blue Ox, where the poster explains their experience making additional FastPass Plus selections during uh, while they were in the parks during their Walt Disney World vacation. You'll find the thread, Refresh is my new favorite strategy, in the Theme Parks Attractions and Strategies forum at disboards.com. Now, if you're heading into the parks tomorrow, it's going to be mostly sunny in Anaheim, a high of 684, low of 64. Those pesky afternoon thunderstorms in Orlando with a high of 90, low of 72. You can find links to all these stories and more on our Daily Fix main page at www.info.com slash daily fix. That's going to do it for me today, but be sure to join us again tomorrow for the next installment of the Diz Daily Fix. Have a great day.